Dominus vobiscum. Lexio Sancti Evangelii Secundum Lucam. The Lord said, Woe to you who built the memorials of the prophets whom your fathers killed. Consequently, you bear witness and give consent to the deeds of your ancestors, for they killed them and you do the building. Therefore, the wisdom of God said, I will send to them prophets and apostles. Some of them they will kill and persecute in order that this generation might be charged with the blood of all the prophets shed since the foundation of the world. From the blood of Abel to the blood of Zechariah, who died between the altar and the temple building. Yes, I tell you, this generation will be charged with their blood. Woe to you, scholars of the law! You have taken away the key of knowledge. You yourselves did not enter, and you stopped those trying to enter. When Jesus left, the scribes and Pharisees began to act with hostility toward him, and to interrogate him about many things, for they were plotting to catch him at something he might say. Verbum Domini. Today is the memorial of St. Ignatius of Antioch. He's a bishop and martyr from the first century period. He was born in Syria. He's the bishop of Antioch. Antioch is, you remember, is where the disciples of the Lord were called Christians for the first, for the first time. And there are several passages in the New Testament beginning with the uh, Acts of the Apostles where the word Antioch is mentioned and it's also uh, a place where St. Stephen, St. Paul, St. Barnabas were a few names who traveled to Antioch. And St. Ignatius oversees this diocese which is in today's Turkey. It's, uh, today is called uh, Antayat. Antakya, uh, which is a populous city of ancient Syria and now a major town of south-central Turkey. Uh, it lies about 12 miles of the Syrian border. And so we, we want to ask St. Ignatius of Antioch, specifically today, uh, since he's the one who we want to pray to for those uh, persecuted Christians in Syria today. 
And during a period of persecution under Emperor Trajan from, 90, from the year 98 to 117, uh, Ignatius was condemned to the wild beast and sent under guard to Rome. And so on his journey to Rome, he sent seven letters to the Christians in various cities. And these letters, written from different stopovers on his journey, are important letters because they are uh, among the first letters we have from a bishop of the early church. His letter to the Romans is especially famous. That's the one we uh, read from today's Office of Reading. This letter is especially famous because while he was exhorting the people to be faithful to Christ, he asked them at the same time not to use their influence in trying to prevent his martyrdom because he considers himself the wheat of God. I am the wheat of God, he said, and I must be ground by the teeth of wild beasts to become the pure bread of Christ. These words of his are uh, reflected in today's uh, prayer over the offerings. And he obviously made reference uh, to the bread used at Mass and changed substantially to be the body of Christ. And Ignatius of Antioch was martyred in Rome. He bravely met the lions in the Circus Maximus in about the year 110. And something to reflect upon today is his great concern for the unity and order of the church. And even greater was his willingness to suffer martyrdom rather than deny his Lord Jesus Christ. And he did not draw attention to his own suffering but to the love of God, which really strengthened him, which is really the source of his ability to remain faithful to the end. He knew the price of commitment, and he would not deny Christ even to save his own life. Today, the Pharisees and the scribes and the doctors of the law in the gospel we know that they got distracted, totally got distracted from their true commitment. Their true commitment is to be true instruments of God, to be true servants of God. Instead, they became hostile and they plot evil against God himself in the person of Jesus Christ. Unlike St. Ignatius of Antioch, who truly devoted himself to God and willing to be martyred for God and for the extension of his kingdom, the Pharisees, the scribes, the doctors of the law end up killing the Savior of the world. from being called to be instrument of God, instruments of God and servants of God, and they end up 
to be instruments of killer of the savior of the world. How did they get this far? How did they start it from being called to be instruments and servants of God to be instruments of the death of Jesus on the cross? How did they get this far? Simply put, they no longer fall in love with God, but they have fallen out of love from God. Instead of falling deeper in love with God, they have fallen out of love from God. We all need to take St. Ignatius of Antioch for our guide so that he may help us not to fall out of love from God, but to fall in love with him again. To fall in love with him again anew and to fall in love even deeper if we've never fallen out of love from him. What's his antidote? What's his key of success? It's the Eucharist. It's the Eucharist. St. Ignatius said, I no longer take pleasure in perishable food or in the delights of this world. I want only God's bread, which is the flesh of Jesus Christ. And for drink, I crave his blood, which is love that cannot perish. That's his antidote. That's his key to success, the Eucharist. The Eucharist, which, according to the latest poll, over 50% of Catholics no longer believe. Over 50% of Catholics no longer believe in the real presence of Jesus Christ. No wonder we are where we're at today. May our Eucharistic Lord who will dwell within us in a few minutes stir up that first love, stir up that first love we all had for him, and may he strengthen us as he did St. Ignatius of Antioch so that we may be more committed to be God's instruments, to be God's servants, and bring about deeper to be falling in love with God.